You guys, I am so excited to talk to you about our live workshops and upcoming events and retreats. So much is happening. So in case you didn't know, Fit Life Creation is a lifestyle brand with transformation and entrepreneurship. So what does that mean? It means health, wealth, business, all in one with the tips, the tools, and the tech to help you create a life and a business you love. It means hands-on smoothie bowls and meal plans. It means wealth tools with things like mint and business plans and much, much more to help you get set up, you guys, with your six-pack of wealth. It means things like 10 steps to build a boss brand and getting hands-on experience with videography, social media, influencer marketing, you guys. Everything, all the things, all in one. And maybe you want to start off in our freebie library with our creation club where we have the all-in-one experience online to give you a sneak peek for free for 14 days with the 14-day challenge before you jump in to the monthly mastermind or decide that you're ready to have a live experience hands-on with health, wealth, and business to create a life and business you love, you guys, immersed in 12 themes, limitless possibilities from jumpstart transformation to smart social, to money maker, to boss brand, to inspiring with influence, and so much more. So let's talk the live events now. In our live events, you get tips, tools, tools, and the tech to create a life and a business you love. So, workshops, events, and retreats may include hands-on smoothies, parfaits, meal plans. Oh, and did I mention workouts too? on you guys with social media tools, photography, videography, budgets, business plans, so much more. I got tired. I love personal development, but you guys, the biggest thing is implementation. The biggest thing is taking action. So that's why we take action at our events. You may love our profit path where we walk you through the foundation, the stability, and the growth that's required to build any brand. You may love our hands-on experiences with Canva, with Hootsuite, with photography, with styling your photo shoot to help you launch your website or your Instagram or your brand, to name a few of our perks. Or maybe... You're like I was several years ago, where you're curious about influencer marketing and not even just influencer marketing for yourself, 
but you're curious how to build your brand with influencers. So we're going to be talking about how to use different platforms to build your brand and or maybe, just maybe, you might get inspired to build your own like ours or have us help you. Both our online experiences as well as workshops include things like how to build your brand with influencers and get results, how to create and launch an online course in a week, yes, in a week, how to create and launch retreats like a boss, and my favorite, how to build a lifestyle brand like a boss. What's next live? For our live experiences in Atlanta for workshops, visit fitlifecreation.com, events in Atlanta. Our next big event in Atlanta is in January, where we have a creation weekend, and we have an upcoming retreat in 2020 in Brazil, early bird going on now. Maybe you're ready to jumpstart and get your early bird ticket now, or maybe you want to jumpstart with our creation club, mastermind, and the free 14 day challenge online. So I hope to see you on the inside or maybe live. Welcome to It's a Fit Life Creation podcast with me, Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur and a transformation coach. Jumpstart transformation to time to transform, to boss brand, to money maker, to inspiring with influence and more. So let's create. And I lost over 55 pounds four years ago with the help of Herbalife Nutrition, Meal Bags, Team Edge, NASA, a certified public accountant. I've served in over eight industries and are reading others over seven to nine figure results consistently while having my own money in chaos to create a life and a business I love. It's about the passion, the purpose, the people, and the profits to create a life and a business you love. Tune in to the stories and the journey as we create It's a Fit Life Creation. Seven Ways to Freedom, and uh, the next episode of our Beautiful Soul series. So this may be your first time tuning in to our Beautiful Soul series. Um, so it's a bit of a different, or it's a different focus. It definitely still includes entrepreneurship. It still includes lifestyle, but it's more focused on our spiritual selves, our mental selves, and really, really making sure that we are firming up our foundation because when 
we have something off with our foundation, usually what happens is we see that instability in ways that we speak, in relationships, in our health, in our money, in our business. So that's one of the reasons why I really felt like my spirit and like God was leading me to create as part of the podcast, as part of the Fit Life Creation brand, the platform, just everything, a beautiful soul series. Because when I looked back, not only for myself, but I see this in so many different aspects of the world. When we leave out God, when we leave out our spiritual selves, when we leave out the heart, that's usually when everything collapses. And I have seen a couple of people or companies that bring it, bring this in, but not very many. And I feel like, at least for me and at least for Fit Life Creation, and if you haven't looked at our mission in the past, F actually stands for follow love and all we do, impact people, and transform the mind. So this is completely true to our mission and our vision. And that actually ties to 1 John 4, 7, God is love. Mark 12, 30, love God and love people. And Romans 12, 2, renew your mind. And our community and our culture, which are seven pillars for values are faith, passion, purpose, people, create, transform, and inspire. And you can look more on that on our about page. Um, However, with this episode, to get back to the focus of what it is, just wanted to give you guys a bit of intro. There are other episodes on different elements of Beautiful Soul. This episode, we are talking about the seven ways to freedom. So this could be seven ways, this could be seven steps, this could be uh, seven points. So I was kind of struggling with the title because it's so many different elements depending on how you look at it. So, so with in any event, today's instant and social media world, it's so easy to compare someone else's chapter seven or chapter 12 with your chapter one. And social media may help inspire or discourage you depending on your mindset. Keep in mind, you guys, whether you're talking about social media or you're talking about, you know, what you see on the surface of seeing someone for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, you see 1% or a snapshot of someone else's life. You're not there with me or you're not here with me 24 hours a day. You're not here or there 24 hours a day with, um, say, like, say if you're in Herbalife with, you know, a Celeste Richmond with a Garen Jones. You're not there, you know, with, for everyone, with, you know, a Beyonce, with Beyonce, with Oprah, 24 hours of a day. So it's keeping in mind, you know, what you see in public is, you know, one to 10% of someone's life. And one to 10% of what you've seen or what they've walked through on a day-by-day basis over time. And so being with that in mind, being and becoming an entrepreneur, walking in faith, building a business, creating a community, may be the scariest thing we have ever done. Sometimes we stop and self-sabotage ourselves because of fears. 
because we all have layers and to face of fears of rejection, of failure, of success and the unknown. And our past successes can hurt us too because we get comfortable and perhaps don't stay hungry or humble. So even today, this morning, I still woke up at 4.30. So the daily disciplines can often sustain us in the midst of things that we're walking through. But I also felt different things today compared to, say, even yesterday. And I've so learning yourself and self-mastery can really help reveal for you to get to know yourself. So, for example, I've gotten to know with myself when I really push myself and like yesterday I massively pushed myself, I took massive action, I implemented new habits of really challenging myself to taking more action in a shorter amount of time. So for example, yesterday I amplified to where I timed 15 minute increments and took massive action or I timed 30 minutes and took massive action, say, for a task that, you know, I was estimating would take about 30 minutes. Or I timed an hour and really, really pushed myself to accelerate that action. And even when it was happening, I felt like so many different things, like down to like the pit of my stomach coming up. And in between like transitioning into a different thing that I was about to do, I stopped and I prayed and then set an intention for the next thing, but also being super self-aware, it didn't surprise me that how I woke up this morning, that I was in a different headspace than I was yesterday. Um, However, because I've become so self-aware, whereas years ago I would self-sabotage, I also knew what to do. So by that, I mean... I woke up at 4.30, um, as is my typical daily discipline now for over a year consistently, and especially heightened over the last seven, eight months, I turned on my worship music. I listened to Hills and Valleys by Torn Wells. I, one song that really, I also listened to 100 Billion Times by, Hillian, by Hillsong. And another song that really got to me today was You're Gonna Be Okay, by um hold on who is it by real quick hold on you guys I'm gonna uh put this up by Brian and Jen Johnson and I'm gonna play an excerpt of it real quick I know it's all you've got to just be strong And it's a fight just to keep it together, together I know you think that you are too far gone But hope is never lost Hope is never lost Hold on, don't let go. 
to share that that was not part of my original plan however just how today started and the choices I made and sometimes you guys some things will be really really easy for you but keep in mind those same things aren't easy for others and then as you walk deeper in your you know relationship whether it's in your faith whether it's you know, in an actual human relationship, whether it's in your business, there's levels of things with our deepest fears that we get to face. And those are usually the things that it feels like, you know, you're taking one step at a time, but it's reminding yourself as long as you're aligning to that dream, that desire, what you want, you're one step closer. And it may look crazy as hell in the moment, but choosing to put one foot in front of the other, although it's not easy, is still helping you overcome and is still helping you share with others that you've been through it too. Like just because it may look easy on social media or it may look easy, you know, to do X, it's not. It, it isn't always, but it's still a choice to still show up. So I spent more time this morning than I typically do, uh, just cultivating time with my heart, listening to music, crying, uh, praying, which I do daily, but I spent more time today because I felt and knew my heart needed it. Then I spent, um, I really felt pulled. So normally I will go right into the Bible, but I really felt like my emotions, which is often the case, our emotions are triggering incorrect thinking or incorrect perspectives. And I'm reminded often of that, of taking thoughts obedient to Christ, as 2 Corinthians 10.5. 
And so I felt compelled to spend time listening to Fervent by Priscilla Shire. And ironically, and I was praying for help and I was praying for guidance. And ironically, the chapter that popped up that I was on from the last time that I listened, which had been probably at least like three, four, five days, uh, was fierce. So, which didn't surprise me. So I was like, okay, you're answering a direct prayer. So I listened to that chapter and I prayed. And then one of my daily disciplines that I also do now that started, that got integrated into my daily Monday through Friday schedule. Oh, let me back up. Two things. One is also my 5 a.m. chat group, which is our 5 a.m. club on Telegram where uh, we, like, I post a daily message of um, a phrase, of a scripture, of a song, of activities, encouraging the group um, that, you know, has committed to getting up at 5 a.m. at least every single day. And I was super blessed this morning um, from Bailey. So shout out to Bailey if she listens to this, that she posted in the group. And I hadn't even asked her. Like last week I asked because I uh, went on a fast for three days and a digital, really a social media detox and spent a ton of time in the park, in nature, reading the Bible, uh, journaling, reflecting on goals, uh, just really, really tuning into myself. And so last week on Friday, I had asked Misty to, like earlier in the week, to take on posting for the group, and she did, and super grateful. Actually, I hadn't asked Misty, I asked anyone. So I just said, hey, you know, I'm going on a fast and a detox. Can someone take on Friday? That that would be awesome. And Misty volunteered, so shout out to Misty. And then today when I got into the group, I hadn't even asked anyone to do it, and Bailey had taken it on. So was super grateful and thankful and, you know, that she did that, especially just how I had woken up. It was almost like God saying, hey, like I got you. And even Bailey didn't even know or have a clue that that, you know, that I was still going to do it. I was still showing up, but it was super encouraging to see someone else showing up. And almost like, you know, God saying, hey, these are some of the prayers I'm answering for you that your community is showing up. And one of the verses she shared, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, Colossians 3.23. And that's literally what I was doing. Like I was showing up for and with God, even when I didn't feel like necessarily showing up for myself and keeping in mind others that were counting on me, which was another reason why I created the group because I knew that would hold me accountable to waking up earlier. So these are just some of the things that can help you overcome these moments of fear or thoughts or whatever it is. And then it's important to remind yourself of the goals you set before for your life and the work it took you to get here. It helps you relate to others and it as well as it helps you stay hungry and humble. And when you get to a goal, it can remind you of all the work that you've put in over time to get somewhere. So the other thing that I feel like I've been walking through massively. So years ago, I got to certain points in life without fully acknowledging all the daily steps I took. I would always focus on the next, the next, the next, the next without really being in this moment and saying, you know what, like today was really hard. 
but I still showed up for this, 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 or writing down and celebrating, hey, I did these 10 things today. Or looking back and saying, you know, I did these 50 things over the last week or 100 things. So that was another thing like learning about myself. Like, hey, I know this is something that isn't my normal. So in order to fully acknowledge and receive my next level of life and not self-sabotage, which was very like often the thing for me in performance and in finance. And even though you guys... I had, and I don't share this at all to brag. I share this to share the levels of external success that I got to, but because I didn't receive fully God's love and acknowledge myself for I'm enough. You're enough in this moment. No matter what you accomplish or don't accomplish, like you're enough as a priceless human being because I didn't let certain things sink in and I had wounds from things that people had spoken to me and I had these habits of not acknowledging that were adding on to I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy and not stopping that I got to points of even generating others up to $10 million in a year. $3 million in a year, $7 million in a year, and I still didn't feel worthy. And when I looked at the evidence in certain areas of my life, like for example, the fact that I, you know, had debt and I'm currently working through, you know, financial freedom and setting myself up, you know, for freedom and serving in financial peace and, you know, changing so many things with mindset, with money, as I've shared in the past on other episodes, you know, and uncovering different self-sabotaging habits. And you can definitely listen into that. But there's also, you know, consequences from past behaviors and being gentle and graceful with myself so that I can also be gentle and graceful with others. So it is with that that this episode came to me. And you may regularly reflect on freedom in all forms like I do. And having a deep desire for freedom of expression, freedom of mind, freedom of time, freedom of location, freedom in finances, freedom in relationships, freedom of community. And I've always loved to learn. It started with being motivated by creative and expressive and time freedom early on in life. And it continued all through corporate, including over seven industries, at the same time There was so much chaos, you guys, from things that I aligned and allowed from lies from others of time scarcity lies, lies on lack of freedom, lies on lack of creativity that people spoke or imparted that I allowed. And when I look back, like it makes sense why I was a side hustle queen for so many years, even though I was generating crazy results in corporate, but I had these embedded fears that I had allowed from childhood and from years of others speaking onto me or over me versus recognizing that, you know what, people are going to have their fears or their thoughts or their lack or their scarcity But I have a choice to say no 
I have a choice to compare what they say and take it, you know, in alignment with the word of God and say, you know what, this isn't what God says, or this isn't who God says I am. They can believe what they want. And I can say, hey, like, I don't agree with that. And here's why. But you have your freedom to believe what you want. And now as I have cultivated a daily habit now for years, and especially hyper-focused since April of reading the Bible two, three, four, five, six, seven times a day, it's amazing how often I can immediately recognize and say, ooh, like I can spot that this is coming from fear or from lack or misalignment and to stop. And years ago, I would react out of judgment, but now oftentimes, but literally, but by the grace of God, I can stop and be graceful. There was two or three situations I had, for example, even yesterday that I caught myself spiraling. One was a moment. So I sometimes go, I sometimes work out of different spaces and different things. And one was a moment where I could tell something was coming from someone from a space of scarcity. And I felt myself like boiling inside my flesh. And years ago, for some of some people know me, have known me for years. Uh, Misty and I often talk about this. Uh, she's also in our community. That when I worked in corporate at one point, I was a training, accounting training manager for an oil and gas company. And I had over 50 locations that I managed, co-managed, co-created projects with, all kinds of different things. And I would self-sabotage, would not take care of myself, would not have a morning routine, did not have a morning routine at all. My morning routine consisted of hitting snooze three times, getting up and taking a shower, maybe eating, answering email and getting dressed and racing off to work. So clearly not a recipe for success. And you can imagine from morning till night, oftentimes my emails were extremely harsh. A, that's how I talked to myself. B, I did not invest enough time into myself. C, a lot of lack thoughts, misaligned thoughts were still buried inside of me from you know childhood or fears or insecurities. And I was not replacing those thoughts with the fruits of the spirit or you know what God says about me or finding my identity in God and I was depleting my body so in any event I did not respond the best of ways and oftentimes now my spirit will like even when I have that moment now where even like something's boiling inside of me it's like my spirit will tell me I'm pruning this out of you this is still in you or this like this is triggering something that you thought you cleared but I'm pruning it. It's not a pleasant process, you guys. And especially the bigger your dreams and desires are and the more people you want to impact, you are going to be prepared for it in advance because if you get there and you're not, you're going to stay there for like five minutes and get fired or ruin the situation or ruin the community or whatever it is. So I'm clear like what's happening and why. But that doesn't mean it's easy. So I had this moment yesterday and I could have, years ago I would have argued, I would have whatever. And I just took a deep breath and I was just like, you know, hey, like, no worries. I'm just going to do this. 
And I did share calmly some feedback and just said, hey, I'm going to share something with you, but this isn't just for me. This is for anyone that comes up in the same situation. And this is literally how I said it. Same kind of tone of voice, same whatever. Um, You may want to consider being really clear with your communication in advance. And you may want to consider like how this comes across that you're treating this situation like a transaction. And then I qualified it and I said, hey, because the person that I was talking to was not the decision maker. And I was super clear on that because years ago, I used to also beat up the person in the middle. So know your habits and know what you've done in the past because that also humbles you. And it also gives, helps you give grace because you realize like you are such a flawed, we are such flawed human beings. And then I told the individual, I said, I know you're in the like in X situation and you can share it or not. Like it's up to you 1000% because you know the other person on the other side of this, you know this, you know that, I don't. So I kept myself in my place. And then I said, you know, no worries. I'm just going to do this. So I redirected my own decisions and continued on. And, you know, and then I just reflected. I was like, hmm, like, is this a situation or a circumstance or a community that I want to be aligned with? And I said, reminded myself, give yourself, give grace, because you also were here for five, 10 years ago. So humility. And just see what develops out of the situation. And just remove yourself out of the situation for a time and just see, right? So that like that was a thing yesterday. Then there was another situation with a brand new platform that we got on. And um, this is to help us scale. And you can tell you guys, I'm not saying names. I'm not saying platforms. I'm not giving you specifics because my intent and my heart is not to gossip, is not to, you know, point specific fingers at certain things because the situation is in the middle. But my my also intent is to give you awareness, to sometimes align, sometimes step away, sometimes release, and but don't judge because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how God's using you. And it's also like, I've also learned like leave situations better than you found them. So, uh, actually two situations that I want to bring up before we dive into seven ways for freedom, because this is very pertinent to a, you seeing that my own growth, I'm right there with you. B is setting up the stage for what I'm going to be talking about even more in the seven ways. Okay. And it doesn't surprise me that all these things were coming up before and after my fast. And with, again, dreams and desires that I have for my life this year and next year. So it's not surprising me that the furnace or the fire is heating up um, on a spiritual level, on a mental level, on everything. So it's so key to be aware of yourself and aware of all these things in the seen and unseen realm. So I had two things I'm going to share with you. I had joined a program in travel last week. And initially, I said, okay, wait till after the fast to join. But something prompted me to go ahead and join. I joined and I got a ton of value from it like that day. 
um, signed up for several different things that were coming up in the community, etc. The next day, I so funny thing, the next day was starting my fast. However, I felt prompted to go into the group and cancel the um, event that I had signed up for because I felt like, nope, this isn't an alignment with where I'm focusing my attention on the fast. So let me clear this space. So I was listening to my spirit. I was in obedience, you know, choosing to do that, not knowing what was going to happen on the other side. Well, when I logged into the system, I had a message from the founder. And keep in mind, you guys, I had shared all kinds of value, all kinds of different things, and all these different things, right? I had shared like a 90 day plan post. I had shared like different things on the icebreakers. I had shared like all these different things. I had shared how I traveled to four different countries by the time I was two, how I traveled to over 25 countries. Again, it's a travel group, um, lead retreat. So all these different value points. Okay. And she messages me, welcome. She doesn't acknowledge all the other value points. And keep in mind, there was a place, I'm giving you all this background insight, okay? There was a place to also list our profile. So I listed like a a short bio. I had listed like a less than 200 word short bio. And so I'm giving you all this context around the situation, like because I really like took my ego out of it and looked at it from every angle, but still gave her mercy, grace, forgiveness, and didn't react. And um, then she shares, you know, thank you for joining. Thank you this, thank you, like, et cetera. Doesn't acknowledge any of the value and points and says, hey, um, and this was her perspective. Hey, like, like this group, like this group isn't like self-promotional or something. And um, I noticed that you also do Herbalife. And, you know, that doesn't align or something with our group. And I'm like, huh? Like, it seriously threw me off guard. Because I'm like, what in the world is she talking about? Like, and I went back. So I checked myself. I was like, okay, I posted on the icebreaker. I posted on the page where there's goal setting. I posted, which was the 90-day plan. And in the 90-day plan, like, you guys can go look and listen to my episode. I share a spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, playful, physical, and financial. And like in financial, like the fourth bullet down, which is like the seventh section down are my herbal life goals. So I was like, oh my God, like she ignored the profile travel points. She or chose to ignore the travel points. She chose to ignore the value in the icebreaker. She chose to ignore my contributions in this group. She chose to ignore all the other value in the 90 day plan. And then she focused on the one thing that she thought was self-promotional. And it was like buried in like the hundredth thing in one post. And then it hit me. I was like, oh my God, I used to do that with people. Oh my God, I'm so sorry that I used to focus on the one thing that I thought was negative or I didn't agree with or I didn't acknowledge or didn't align for me or I had fear around that thing or maybe I had a bad experience around that thing. 
whether it's Herbalife or anything. And then I was like, and then like I had in my head, give her grace, give her grace, give her grace. And I was like, which in my flesh, I wanted to ream her like I would have 10 years ago. (sighs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I was like, and I messaged her and I was like, hey, thank you for your message. I appreciate it. I appreciate the value in the group. And I said, "Um, I'm really surprised at your message. I said, because I shared in my profile all my things about travel. I shared about, you know, all my things with FitLife Creation. And I said, and the 90-day plan, and I said, in Herbalife, yes, it's a part of everything that we offer in our experiences. Of course, I talk about it because it's part of my transformation. I said, you know, and it's a tool, it's a vehicle, it's one of the things that people can choose to do in entrepreneurship, just like you can choose to listen to, you know, my podcast or not. I said, and then I said, the only place I mentioned it was like in the seventh section of the 90 day plan, all the way almost at the end. And I said, you know, so I said, I would suggest whether you take this suggestion or not, I would suggest that you keep this thread in mind with how you respond to brand new people in your community. I said, because this is not like, I said, I can't imagine treating someone like this in our community, nor would I want anyone to ever feel like this. But at the same time, I was giving her, again, the respect and grace because the Holy Spirit was reminding me how I used to respond to people or ream them out of my own fear and negativity. And then um, and then I mentioned, because I, again, am open to release and I am open to things that happen and being pruned. And I said, however, you know, with this coming up, if you feel as the founder that you know, because I said I was looking at this group like a great aspect, you know, with you said in the overview that this is a circle of influence, this is support, this is collaboration. I said we offer podcast features, we offer event features, we offer lifestyle entrepreneurship, we offer wellness, we offer so many ways to help your community too. Um, So that's where my mind was at, whether someone chose to do Herbalife or not, no different than they would choose to do a podcast feature or be an influencer with an event, just any of these things. I said, but if you as the founder don't feel the alignment or the value or the community or the connection, well, then I don't want to be here either. Because the thing that I also learned, you guys, a lot of times we think something needs to look a certain way or with a certain circle of influence or a certain group or a certain dynamic But more and more and more, like what I've realized is part of freedom is allowing God to bring things together. And whether you believe in God or not, it's allowing things to align that flow. And for me, that's the Holy Spirit. And chances are, if you're listening to this, that's probably also a really good chance for you too. Or there's certain things that you're being led to hear. But in any event, that resonate for you. And whatever you get from this episode is what you get from this episode. So in any event, I was like, you know, so I was immediately releasing it and immediately like, and I was calm when I was writing it, I was calm, even though different things were being cleared and pruned out of me and awareness was coming to my own light as well. 
and you know possible situations that I may get to handle in the future and how I would handle them versus what was given to me that felt like poop. <laughs> so anyway, so um, she responded back and she was just like, hey, I could uh, like I can see why you would be upset. But uh, and then she, you know, was like, you know, yeah, I think maybe that would be best to like step away. And and I didn't ask for a refund, but she immediately said, like, I'm more than happy to refund you, etc. And I immediately said, OK, cool, like, no problem. I said, is there anything you want me to delete? Do you want me to delete the profile? Do you want me to delete this? Do you want me to delete that? So I honored, even though it didn't feel good, I honored. And there's been several other situations recently where I didn't feel honored at all. And I've talked about some of those in an overview, high level way in some other episodes, but I still chose to honor that person or to honor that community or to honor different things. Because again, I was reminded there was times I didn't honor. I'm human, I'm flawed. And also where God gave me his grace and still promoted me in situations. And then I was also reminded, how do I want people to treat me when I'm in leadership positions? And honor kept coming to mind, respect, grace. And so I was clear, you guys, that I was like the seeds that I'm sowing right now, even though they feel like caca sometimes, I am sowing them for the people, one, for God, two, for the people that are watching currently. And as maybe they listen to an episode like this, or they see me on stage later, or, you know, speaking at an event or hosting workshops or retreats, whatever. You don't always, you, you choose how you respond. You can't control how people react, but you can choose how you respond. And, and for the people that are watching to point to God to point to how you choose to create your character, which is a huge part of leadership and walking in freedom. And I was clear on a selfish side that I'm like, okay, I want to sow seeds of honor and respect. And I want a community that honors, respects, and supports one another, period. Whether you agree with something they do or don't do, that you still honor and respect and it's a, it's a conversation among friends. And um, so that was another situation. And then something else yesterday that also, oh, so another platform. So we're also scaling and growing. And you can look at that with our uh, brand uh, link under experiences and our internship experiences, of course, as well as ambassadors under experiences, whatever resonates with you. But specifically a platform that we connected with for, uh, specifically for uh, interns slash ambassadors slash brands is what I would say. And the platform, you know, promoted itself as, and for me, the big thing is scaling and time efficiency and uh, ease, you know, so that when I set up different things with trainings, it looks really easy and it works, but oftentimes I get to be a guinea pig in life. And oftentimes I'm reminded that technology is created by humans, so it's not perfect. So again, more growth opportunities for me. 
So signed up with this platform last week, paid the um, you know initial fee, and then posted two things that were immediately set up to help us scale. One was to repurpose and revisit some of the old blog posts to help with search engine optimization and different things that now I've learned and I'm practicing, but a year ago or two years ago had not learned yet. And so set that up, set up another one to set up with podcast assistants and podcast features and different things, again, to free up more of my time and to, you know, create more community. Well, next thing I know, the platform, like, mysteriously deleted the two posts, which they have access to over 10, 15, 25,000 people on the platform that apply for these things, okay? So it's not a job platform, but it's similar to that. So in any event, they disappear. So I send a note to the company and I'm like, hey, this is gone. Here's a screenshot. Fix this. Like I'm paying, I paid this money. Like this is what you promoted. This is what you said. I saw case studies. I saw evidence of it. So I did my homework. I did my research and it looked simple enough and it was simple to set up, but now like it's vanishing, like, you know, WTF. I expected a response in a day to two days because in my mind it's simple, but sometimes things we think are simple are not. And still, as of yesterday, which as of right now, I haven't checked my email, it still was not resolved. And I was like, listen, and I felt and I realized what was happening. So because whatever their processes, whatever like their team, whatever it was, like being that it took, it's taking over a week. Being that, and they hadn't offered any kind of solution yet, like at all. And so a couple of things came up for me. Expectation, not being valued, that I had paid money into something that you promoted a certain way. And then now like your system isn't working as you, you know, told me. And you're not offering like whatever. And so I realized, you know, any kind of solution to fix it. Right. And I know like, again, there was a person in the middle And I was still like, and so like, keep in mind, like I'm giving you the high levels, but keep in mind, like back and forth, like she's trying. Then I'm like, I'm feeling myself not getting happy, (laughs) but I'm controlling it once again. And I like was like, I just told her, I was like, listen, like I know you're in the middle. So kind of, you can see like there's a similar situation where I'm being tested in. I know you're in the middle, but understand like my position. So I was very professional. I was very calm. Um, but understand my position. I invested X amount. You promoted this. The case studies show this. I expect the software to work or I expect, it's not even software, it's a cloud-based like platform, but we're, you know, I'm just showing my age, obviously, platform. You show this and, you know, she's like, I'm trying to get the engineers to fix it. I don't know what's happening, you know, et cetera. So she's definitely doing her part. I'm like, you show this, but at this point, it's been over a week. Like I said, honestly, like the reason why I committed and did this was because of X and you're not delivering. So unless you do something dramatically different in the next day. So at this point, I intensified the heat. And I said, I just want a refund at this point. 
this time I asked because they were not offering. And I said, I don't, I said, for me, I know what I want our community to feel like when they come in. I want them to feel like whether it's a podcast, whether you're in our mastermind, whether you're an event that you get 10 times to hundred times, you know, at least 10 times the value of what you've invested. Like for example, our monthly mastermind is 97 a month, but I give 14 days up front for free. And that is extremely intentional. Like teachers that I've learned from like Brendan Bouchard or Shailene Johnson or Rachel Hollis, before I ever invested, I noticed that their hearts were they gave so much for free. And I realized like that's how I want people to feel with me, with us. So I, we practice the same thing. And I, you know, let them know. I said, listen, I invested X amount. I said, and this is how I feel. Like you haven't fixed this issue within more than a week. I, we've traded now over 10 emails and I understand you're in the middle. I said, but I don't feel like this is not how I operate. This is not how we operate. Like I, you know, readily will address, we will readily address things with people right away. And if someone doesn't feel like they've received the value, we immediately will be like, here's your refund. And how they were responding, the fact that there was no resolution, no refund, over 10 emails, I was feeling like I was working for them, yet I've paid them. And the amount, you guys, is not a huge amount. It's $100. But for me, I realized like through the situation even more, the kind of community and the kind of people I want to align with, whether it's people directly in our community, whether it's a podcast provider, whether it's a platform provider, like anything. And my standards don't have to be your standards. But to me, it's working with people that truly care about you and will not let you feel like, you know, you're hanging. Like two to three days, you know, even four days, five days with some kind of movement or some kind of like attempt is very different than eight to 10 days with nothing other than a person in the middle that's trying. But like there's no resolution, no alternative solution. You know what I mean? So in any event, at that point, I just said, listen, like this is like how I choose to operate. And these are the kind of providers. And again, I was calm. I aligned to like, these are our values. Our values are faith, hope, love, you know, community. And I said, and I don't feel like your values are like that. Maybe that's not the case. So I gave them the benefit of the doubt. I gave grace. But I said, this situation with me starting with you brand new, this is how this is causing me to feel. And I said, and unless you guys correct it, I'm giving you one more day. This is now the eighth or ninth day, whatever it was. Um, I'm choosing, empowering myself, not asking for permission to step away. Now, if you choose not to address this, well, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, dispute this with my bank. I used to work at a credit union, you guys, so like don't ever think like you can't dispute a charge. If you choose not to honor this and make it simple, I'm going to dispute this with my bank. I'll show them the train of these emails because I've got plenty of proof. And um, and if you cause me to go that route, because I'm a big believer of accountability, huge. If you cause me to go to that route to jump through hoops, I will post a review on Google and or FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, and or the Better Business Bureau. 
because I don't want anyone else to have to walk through this. So I let her know in advance. But again, you guys, it was like I didn't degrade them. I didn't dishonor them. But I did state my standard. I did state that I don't appreciate like what's happening here. And for me, over eight days is not okay with zero resolution. And I did state what their consequence was going to be respectfully. If they didn't either fix it or do something or do a credit for the fact that like, you know, the situation. So I'm sharing this to say, you guys, like, don't think I don't walk through stuff on a constant basis and I'm not walking through a ton of other stuff that I'm not fully sharing yet because for years, you guys, I made fear my God. I made self-hate my God. I made corporate and people-pleasing my God. And I was in bondage to so many different things. Status, recognition, people-pleasing. So when I say I've walked from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, bondage to freedom, and continue to, don't think for a second I say that lightly. And I'm walking through some of the biggest things right now with the dreams and desires for love, for my dreams and desires, for financial freedom that I've ever walked through in life. So don't think this calmness comes in the middle of, oh, she's not going through anything. No, I'm walking through some of the biggest storms of my life right now. But I'm still choosing fruits of the spirit and I'm being empowered through that. So I share that to say, you guys, you always have a choice. So most recently this weekend, I did a three-day fast and a social media detox. And I spent time immersed in prayer, reading the Bible, Mark and Acts. I'm reading the Bible the first time straight through um, and nature. I walked two miles each way, two days in a row to Chastain Park to sit by a stream in silence for hours. I could have taken lift, but I really, really, really wanted that time to walk and also listen to my goals. Listen to Fervent, the book I mentioned by Priscilla Shire. I finished the Crazy Faith Study. Um, by Transformation Church and lead pastor Mike Todd. I tuned into parts one through four of Mark's study by uh, lead pastor Mark Todd as well. And I listened and wrote down my goals. Um, As I reflected on upcoming content, I really felt the spirit speak to me on seven steps or seven ways to freedom. And these are insights of my journey over the past seven plus years that I've walked through and continue to transform in. So the seven ways to freedom are steps or ways to constantly revisit. Depending on where I am or where you are, you will learn new things about yourself, your mindset, and your life. Whether you are new to personal development or a regular, these seven steps to freedom will help you transform So you can see I keep interchanging like seven steps, seven ways, because you may take it in different ways. And so I wasn't exactly clear. So I titled it, but then I used the interchanging with seven steps. So I'm sharing seven ways to freedom. You'll learn how to set yourself powerfully to break through new levels in your mindset and journey. These steps will help you whether you are in corporate, a side hustler, or an entrepreneur. Before you go further, ask yourself, 
what would you love to transform the most? Is it truly the issue? What are you learning about yourself in this season of life? Are you clear on your vision? How firm is your faith? Do you know your path? And are you working on your strengths and weaknesses? So let me grab a drink real quick because I've been talking and talking and I thought this episode was going to be short. Ha ha. So number one is vast vision. Whether when you're an entrepreneur or not, I recommend considering setting time to create a vision for your life. Proverbs 29, 18 reminds us without vision, people perish. This was a tough lesson I learned in many ways. Although I set a vision in college for my life and even before then, I didn't completely tune with myself for what I wanted for my life. I let many people's opinions influence what I set. In addition, after I reached the vision earlier, then I thought by age 29, until four years ago, I hadn't reset a vision. Thank God for that I realized then where I missed the marks. Take a good, honest look at your life and the vision for your life. Have you taken off the limits for your vision? So really, really think about that. Do you include time, location, and financial freedom? Who or what is influencing your life? You are limitless, you are resilient, you are priceless. So write down, so here's some tips and actionable items. Write down 30 things you would love to do before you die. Nothing puts things into perspective more than death in so many different ways. Get clear on the life legacy you want to leave and at the same time, be open to it changing. Because as you take more action, depending on where your mindset is now, or the more you expose yourself to things like this, the more your vision is going to expand. Outline your 90-day plan, your seven steps to success. So you may want to go back to that episode. So the episode right before this one is on goal setting. And then I have an earlier episode on the 90-day plan. So that can really, really, really help you and start giving you some more insight and just perspective on different things. Um, Set goals for one, three, five, and seven years that line up. And again, you guys, this is a process. And I talk about this in that 90-day plan episode. Like that's, it's a result of me being consistent in 90-day plans now for years. Another tip is write down and record your goals and listen to them. Write them down repeatedly, okay? Number two is firm faith. So we've talked about now quite a bit different things with faith, but this is diving into it even more in a lot of different ways because being an entrepreneur, like nothing else, you guys will really, really, really help you see where your faith is super weak. And it's funny because we think, oh, we're quote unquote, which is, which is crazy. We think that, oh, working for someone is secure when actually that's completely handing over 
your life in someone else's hands because if you work for someone, many of you have probably seen to where they can decide at the drop of a dime to shut down the company or let you go or different things. And maybe you've been busting your butt and maybe you've generated all these results. But their, you know, issues or weaknesses or leadership is now affecting you. And I personally saw this even in corporate America where I was a, you know, director and I was in New Jersey at one point. And I remember getting a call and it broke my heart. I got a call from my boss about my team. That two of them were on a list to be laid off because quote unquote, the company hadn't done a great job in increasing profits. They were strictly looking to cut people because a lot of companies, you guys, as many of you have probably seen, they look at a quick fix to cut costs is, oh, just cut people versus not realizing, no, when you actually, A, think strategically, think innovatively, you'll realize where you're leaving tons of money on the table. That's a lot of what I've done with companies, both on the fraud and waste and abuse side and on the income generation side. And so I got this call. I'm in New Jersey on a fraud case on a ironically a value creation like project and I get this call that the decisions already been made way above me and I had no clue and in fact my boss which her and I had a really great relationship she was calling to let me know just out of deep respect for me and she wasn't even supposed to do that so she told me she's like you cannot tell X and Y person that I'm calling you because I was told strictly because, you know, the company knew like we had a great relationship. I was told strictly I couldn't tell you. And in fact, it was the same thing across every department. And so I realized like, oh my God, I don't want to work with companies like this. And I don't want ever my team or my community to be affected by something and me not have say so or influence or impact into it. And so that day I got a call and then one of the people that was working with me, she had generated over a million dollars that year. So to me, it was ludicrous. Like out of everyone that was on the list and the people in my mind that I was like, God, how are this, how is like this person and this person, and this person not on the list? He's like, Grace, Grace, Grace. And he's like, yes, I know this sucks, but I'm showing you this experience. So this sticks with you. And it did. And the other person was already on a performance improvement plan because of some things that had gone on. So that one wasn't like as much of a surprise, but the other one, especially her and the fact that I had zero say so and could not replace any of those roles. And the fact that like now, like all this was being put back on on the rest of the team. So um, with that being said, I believe it is key to master ourselves and get a PhD in you. As I audited myself for the past several years, I noticed where I would have unstable faith massively. One moment, I would have super high levels of faith. The next moment, I would be in the deep throes of despair. Or I would allow fear um, of someone else's fear to impact my faith. 
you know, or then I would allow fear or someone else's fear to impact my faith. So, you know, again, being so tuned into that. I used to start something and then when it didn't happen by a certain time, I would speak death or judge the action. So I I used to start something and then when it didn't happen by a certain time, I would speak death, judge the action or quit or all of the above or judge the person. Anyone else? So when you start to really get clear, it starts to help you realize where, oh my God, like my foundation is not firm. My foundation and faith is weak. So with that being said, some scripture references that I use that can really help you is Hebrews 11.1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Hebrews 11.6, without faith, it's impossible to please God. James 2.26, as the body without the spirit is dead. So faith without deeds is dead. James 1.8, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. And sometimes it takes, it's like a dance. Sometimes you get to speak more life into you. Sometimes you get to take more action. Then you revert back. But it's always, it's, it's, a, it's a fused process. Like thought, word, deed. Will, way, word. And the alignment of the three is massive. Because if you're self-sabotaging in your action, that says that your feeling and your thoughts are off. If your thoughts and your feelings are off and you don't acknowledge them and adjust them, then you're going to either stay in there and self-sabotage your actions or both. Proverbs 18.21, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Those who love it will bear fruit. Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. James 1.4, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God. So a couple things, especially that last verse. Perseverance is not easy. So I'm going to relate this to sports because I know a lot of you have also done sports. So for example, I've run, actually let me back it up. I started my first endurance events back in 2009. I made the crazy ass decision to do a century event, which if those of you that don't know, that's 100 miles on a bike with thin tires that are about two inches thick for charity to help raise money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society with team and training to donate money to blood cancers. You guys, 100 miles on a bike is not easy, but you don't get to 100 miles overnight. I trained for months before I did that. Oh, and by the way, that was at Lake Tahoe in the mountains going up to 8,000 feet. Six to eight hours. The first time I did it, I think in eight hours. I did it in 2009. Then, because I'm crazy as hell, I did it in 2010 again. And I think I did it like in six and a half hours the second time. Also in Lake Tahoe. 
Um, so those of you that have done, say, a century event, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So another comparison is I've also done two half marathons. I did my first half marathon also with team and training. Um, I did it here in Atlanta, and I also trained for months, you know, 13 miles in, on the hills in Atlanta. I didn't get to 13 miles overnight. And back then, you guys, I was 40 to 55, 50 pounds heavier than I am now. So not only was it literally, you know, an endurance event, but there was a lot more weight on my body. I did my first one in 2011, I think, if my dates are correct. It might have been 2012. No, no, no. It was 11, 2011. Then I also decided, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I did a second one um, where I mentored a team to do it in 2012 in Savannah because I thought, oh, it'll be easier to do flat. Uh Uh-uh. My legs and my shins hurt more on the flats. And I was also the same, about the same weight. I was a vegetarian at the time. My nutrients were off, all kinds of things. Then I, Herbalife found me. So I'm sharing all these different endurance things, you guys, because this is so pertinent, whether it is your mindset, whether it is athleticism, whether it is entrepreneurship, it is a muscle that you have got to train. And when I say it to you, I say it to myself. Where I'm like, oh my God, I'm so weak in this area. Oh my God, this muscle's flabby. Literally, like these are the conversations I have with me, with myself. Like, oh wow, I thought this was like firm, but clearly there's some cracks that we've got to firm up. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> um, so then Herbalife found me through a close friend of mine at the time, Isabel. And we used to speak on a weekly basis, three, four or five times a week. So that was the way that God knew Herbalife had to find me because you guys may or may not know this. Years ago, I um, had been part of another direct sales company in college and I'm a big believer like everything happens for a reason. So through that company, it was a company that was not a product that was, you know, like one, they were not in the number of countries that Herbalife is in now. Two, it was not a product that was accessible or useful for everyone. Let me just say that. But three, it introduced me through the community. So let me rewind back before I talk about Herbalife. It introduced me, this was in college, through to the community. It introduced me to the personal development. It introduced me to two of my best friends, Janelle and Angela, that we started nonprofits, a nonprofit together on campus at Sam Houston State University, Millennium Models, that is still in existence today. Janelle is one of my angels now in heaven. If you don't know, she passed away from cancer in 2013. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to walk through that really caused me to look at my passion, my purpose, my potential. And um, Angela and I are still very close. And Lindsay, um, Angela, Lindsay, and Janelle have actually known each other since like babies, elementary school. Like I met them all in college. And through that, the so all these great things happened out of it, right? At the same time, the team that brought us in was not relational. They got us to buy in to a large order 
you know, grace. That's what they knew. That's how they ran their business. That's what they chose to do. We didn't stop it. We agreed. We didn't have the sales skills. We were not that passionate about the product. We chose to quit. We were exposed to the direct sales income level, in income levels, income opportunities, business model, which is genius. And I was always open to the possibility of revisiting direct sales again. However, I was not, I knew that I was like, nope, this is, I literally I prayed. I was like, God, if this happens, I need it to be with a community. I need it to be unconditional. I need it to be to where it is not about the money first. So these were like very specific things I had in my brain, okay? Fast forward through seven industries, so many different experiences, NBC, The Apprentice TV show, like, no, I was not on the show. I worked on season four. No, I did not be our current president, the Donald. Um, but so many amazing experiences that I've been blessed to have. Fast forward to 2013, where Isabel mentions to me that she's doing Herbalife and she's lost all this weight, da 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 and I was like, you know what? I've tried all these things with weight loss. I've walked through all this stuff. Why not? Let me just try it, like, et cetera. You know, you're my close friend. I trust you. I see your result. Like, let me try it. Right away when I tried my first shake, healthy mint chocolate, I fell in love. I was like, I don't care what is in this stuff. I'm using it for the rest of my life. This is the first time in the world I've tried something that is healthy and delicious and there's no disgusting aftertaste and then beverage mix. Those were the two things I started with. And then just by adding in two shakes a day and Bev mix, my first two months, I dropped over 15 pounds. It was the first time in my life it was so easy and tasted great. Disclaimer, the average person that uses Herbalife loses a half a pound to a pound a week. Since then, I've lost over 55 pounds and continue to refine my body in many ways. So with that being said, she and I had a deep relationship, you guys. And God knew that was the way that I had to be introduced into Herbalife. And she offered me the business opportunity right away. Because again, we had a relationship and not only that, she was doing her part on offering me, hey, you can come to an event, you can do this, you can do that. I said, hey, listen, I love the product. I love this, but I really need to just have an experience with the products. I really want to observe the community because in the back of my mind, I still had, again, that prayer and what had happened in the past. And I will let you know if something changes. And I had also prayed like, God, let this come you want me to do this and you want me to do this as part of my business, let this come from a source that I don't expect at all. Okay. In the meantime, she had come back to, Hey, my sponsor is Garen. So if you don't know what that means, a sponsor basically means like the person that introduces you to an opportunity. No different than I mentioned, like our mastermind or our ambassadorships, basically the same thing. And like people, no different than in a company, that like your CEO benefits from what you do. Same difference. Um, so she was like, oh, do you want to meet him? I can introduce you to him. He can tell you all about it. I was like, no, 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 no. Because keep in mind, that was not for me a clear answer to prayer that 
it was like a normal conversation because I'm like, of course she's going to tell me about this. Like, God, this needs to come from a different source. Fast forward to I start getting crazy results. Fast forward to um, I get really excited. I do my first Olympic distance triathlon in Janelle's honor. All this other amazing stuff is happening in my life. Um, answers to prayer, um, with love, with a lot of different things, prophetic dreams, a lot of different things. And out of the blue, but not out of the blue, I get a message on Facebook from Garen. And he's like, Hey, are you the coach that Isabel has? That's super excited. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited, but I don't know. She could have another one too. And so he asked me, um, do you have a couple minutes to jump on Skype? And I was like, Back then it was Skype. Now it's Zoom or Messenger or whatever, right? And I was like, sure. Not knowing at all what was coming because I had been contemplating going to Extravaganza, which is our huge global nutritional event that we hold in different continents all around the world. Um, you can listen in on, on my episode, Seven Reasons to Attend Transformational Episodes. I don't know exactly what number it is. Actually, let me look. Um, it's a couple episodes down. It is, hold on you guys, uh, real quick. It is episode, it's very recent. It's episode, doo, doo, doo. come on Podbean. It is episode 148. So you can look at it at 148. That interests you to learn even more. And it's not just about Herbalife events because I've attended all kinds of events from Brendan Bouchard to Strategic Coach to Herbalife. So I talk about, you know, in general, I talk about our events so, you know, our hands-on with lifestyle entrepreneurship. So in general, I talk about, you know, seven reasons to attend any event, whether it's ours or another one and things you want to think about. So he starts asking me, and I had already contemplated like what was in my mind and my heart. He starts asking me, uh, you know, talking about extravaganza. And then I asked him, I said, hey, and he was about to hit president's team, which basically means like the top 1% of the company. And he was being recognized for that at that event. This was in 2013. And keep in mind, like Janelle's sick at this point, like all these different things are happening in my life. And I asked him, I'm like, if you were where I am right now and you were contemplating doing this business, what are the three things? So I was very specific and very clear. What are the three things that you would tell me or yourself right now? And he asked me, how serious are you? And I said, very, because I had already looked at the marketing plan. I was clear on the possibility. I was clear on the vision. I was literally waiting on God for confirmation. And I said, um, very, he said, what does that mean to you? Because like, if I say I'm serious about something, that can mean totally different than something for you. So that's always key to ask someone else. And I said, for me, that means founder circle. Because keep in mind, you guys, before, first of all, I've always been very visionary. Number two, I had already achieved that level of monetary results outside of Herbalife. If you remember earlier, I shared that in one year in oil and gas with one company, we generated over 10 million. Yes, different business. Yes, different model. Yes, not life transformation, not health, well, business transformation. But I had achieved the monetary. So I knew it was possible. I didn't realize, speaking of that, how many things I would get to change in alignment with God about myself. Because when you're dealing with transformation 
And when you're dealing with people and people's souls and like their health, their money, their business, their mindset, it's a completely different ball game than oil and gas, than consulting, than retail. Totally different. So anyway, so then he just looks at me. He's like, wow. Like you could see the shock on his face because we were like on video. And he said, um, you need to get on the phone right now. And he starts, well, let me back up. He starts talking about what starts happening in the unseen and seen realm. He's talking about extravaganza. And I was like, oh my God, this is an answer to prayer. Like, because A, I like did not seek out him out at all. B, he had no idea about my prayer. C, he didn't know me from Adam other than me posting on social media. And I was like, okay, this is an answer to prayer. And he's like, you know, there's all these things that happen in the unseen and seen realm. And I was like, you're like, this is an answer to prayer. Like, yes. And he's like, get on the phone right now and call and get your ticket for extravaganza. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. And so I went whole leaps of faith, whole different shifts, all these different things happening. But in the meantime, you guys, that was like the beginning of like my ways to freedom. The beginning Actually, if I'm really honest, I mean, it's a lifetime, but really the beginning started when I had left corporate because if I back up, I, 2010, I, um, declined a promotion that was going to almost double my salary, which for the first time in my life, I had declined a promotion. I was already making six figures. That was the year I generated over 10 million in results. I got an opportunity to be promoted, like almost double my salary. But for several reasons that did not spiritually align, I said no, which was the first time I had said no to money. First. Then I already had a feeling that I was literally about to take a leap of faith into entrepreneurship. Six months later, I did. Several other things lined up. Fast forward to I had taken my consulting company to near six figures. Fast forward to knowing there was still things missing. Oh, hold on, let me back up. In 2010, I made the decision for purity. Until I get married, I would have never thought I would be still walking in that now, nine years later. There's more on that on my episode on transformation story of a lifetime, which it literally is and continues to be written in every single way. If that episode resonates with you, that is episode dun, dun, dun. for like anyone that that resonates with. Wow, I create a lot of content. <laughs> I thought it was going on the next page, but it's not. That is episode, let's see. Oh, here it is, episode 98. Um, so, so that was 2010. 2011, I built the company. Still feel like things are missing. 2012, I'm a, at that point a national speaker with the American Institute of CPAs. All these different things, right? All these incredible things, but I still feel like pieces of me are missing. Because freedom will call you. Then, excuse the lawnmower downstairs. I'm on the fourth floor, so it's crazy. Uh, then, uh, Herbalife. Then Janelle, Janelle, I have the prophetic dream. All these different other things are happening. Janelle gets sick. Then this is 2013, okay? Herbalife finds me. I go to the event. Janelle passes away. 2014, is where I decide to do my first fitness show. So back to perseverance. You can see how all this stuff, you guys, and what you see now is a lifetime in the making and is years in the making because all these seeds started being planted, first of all, when I was in my mother's womb, 
Second of all, like all this started shifting massively, 2010, 2011, 2013, we're now in 2019. And then 2014 is where I decided to integrate Herbalife into my business or like do Herbalife as a business. 2015 is where I had the vision to create an all-in-one lifestyle brand. And it looked nothing like what it looks now, like now. This is like vision, uh, this is like version 10.0. The podcast was started last year, you guys. So all of this takes massive faith and persistence. So I took 100% ownership for this and continue to tell myself I'm responsible. I'm responsible for this. I'm responsible for this. How did I create this? Or what thought in my head attracted this? Or how did I allow this? Or where did I not communicate something that was in alignment or not in alignment? And I began to firm up foundation. I immersed myself, like I shared earlier, since April and reading the Bible over three times a day, daily, straight through. I increased my time in personal development that aligned. Hold on just a second. So understand, you guys, Seven Ways to Freedom is a fight for your faith. Is it a fight for your freedom? Because depending on especially what your dreams and desires are, if you're quitting easily, like that tells you your mental muscle is weak. It's weak. And when I looked back for years, like my one of my habits used to be, oh, I stayed at this company for a, a year, year and a half. If they didn't promote me, I quit. If I like year, year and a half, but I also realized in God's grace, those communities were not in alignment and my goals were off because I made my goals about a title, about a status and about a monetary amount. I didn't make my goals in alignment in the past with who I'm called to be, with my dreams and desires, with my community and then flowing into finance. I paid attention to the words others spoken, spoke over me and what I allowed more. I hyper-focused now and even more daily on what I spoke and what I, what I speak about myself. I police what I listen to, literally. Because I realized you got it for years. I used to watch horror movies. Like horror movies do nothing for you. Like nothing good. I like I police the music I listen to. So the other day, you guys, maybe not the other day, it was a couple weeks ago. Um, I was at a spin class that I was trying out. I'm always trying new fitness classes and new things. And so I'm sharing this, you guys, to really encourage you to look at what you're allowing in your space and in your spirit because all of it impacts you. I don't care, like, you might think it doesn't impact you, but it does. And does it align or doesn't it? So for example, like a couple weeks ago, I was trying out a brand new spin class really close to my house. So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is convenient. Let me test drive it, right? Starts out great, starts out fun, the workout's great, da 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 The second or third song started being really ratchet. I mean, ratchet. Like, all kinds of disrespect about women, about this, about that, the other. And so I start literally in my head praying. And I'm like, God, I, like, any, like, I refuse to allow any of these words to come into my spirit. I refuse, like, da 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 And I was like, okay, if the song... If the tone and the words of the very next song don't change, so the whole time the song is on, this is me in my head, like, praying. 
Um, nope, that nope, that's not what I speak over my life. Nope, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm a beautiful woman. I'm worthy of being pursued, like literally. And it was completely opposite than the song. I'm gonna let you imagine. I mean, it was ratchet. And I was like, okay, God, I don't care. If the song, like if you don't completely change the music for the rest of this class, I'm walking out. Like I'm done. The rest of the music was fine. And so then I asked, because I was curious, because I was like, okay, I'm not coming back. If this is the kind of music they play here and they choose to play, that's their decision. That's their business. That's their like, whatever. But I have the choice where and how and with who I spend my time and what I listen to. And years ago, I didn't empower or take on that control. Um, so I understand like, if you're not aware, you haven't been aware. And so I asked, cause there was another girl I had met. I said, Hey, like you've come here before. And I already knew that she had. And um, she said, yeah. And I said, is this the kind of like stuff they play all the time? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. And she's like, you know, and I wasn't saying anything like, like at all at first. I was just like, wow. I was like, yeah. Like I just said, oh, I won't be coming back. And she was like, and I was like, yeah, I like the workout. I was like, but the music doesn't align for me. And then she was like, oh, well, you know, she's like, really? Like how come? And I was like, did you hear this, this, this? Did you hear this, this, this? And she's like, honestly, until you said that. I am usually so in the workout that I didn't realize. And I said, you know, whether you realize or we realize or not, your subconscious still hears it. Your ears still hear it. You're still in the environment of this like negativity. And I said, you know, you can keep coming here if you want. I said, but the kind of like spin classes I'm used to is like soul cycle. Where literally, like, I'm not just going in for my, like, workout, but I'm going in for my soul to speak and have, feel empowered from the inside out. So I see, I won't be coming back here. So that's an example of something very recent. So tips for you. Where are you lacking faith? How do you self-sabotage? Are you speak, stopping too soon? Do you speak life or do you speak death? Number three, pursue purity. So I spoke on this a while already. In 2011, our creator started to draw me into a closer and closer relationship, showing me areas to change in my character even more. This included everything from self-love to purity to communication. I recognized where I'd previously, where I previously behaved in ways misaligned to God. Yet because of God's grace, I am forgiven. Yet at the same time, I, um, like many of us, pay a price for disobedience. So... Again, like you heard me talk about in the beginning, like how I recognize where, oh my God, I used to do that. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And so part of that sometimes is giving us an awareness of what it feels like on the other side. This causes causes me to obey faster out of love and because I don't want to revisit certain things. So my transformation story of a lifetime like yours continues to be written. It humbles me at every level from the inside out. No matter where you are in life, how could you transform? How could you get better in habits, in your habits and health, and wealth, and business with others? Some tips for you. Assess your habits. Get honest with yourself. Choose one to three things in the next 30 days or less. And you may want to connect with a community like our free 14-day challenge to inspire you. Number four, passionate promises. Ask yourself what you really want in life. Those God-given dreams are in you for a reason. You have a story, you have gifts, and a dream that is unique to you. You have experiences that are unique to you. 
let go of the fear of the unknown and go all in every moment. Let the fear of regret outweigh every other fear and you'll be amazed at how far you've come a day, a week, a month, a year from now. One of my favorite reminders is 1 John 4, 18, and this is literally the first line on my uh, Instagram bio, is uh, perfect love, actually it's God first and then this, perfect love drives out all fear. Choose to focus on what you want and not on what you don't want. That is one of our diseases of humanity and one of the reasons why I don't watch the news for over 20 years. Choose to focus on Philippians 4.8, what is noble, right, pure, and praiseworthy. And again, like you've heard me share, you guys, sometimes this is a daily exercise. It's a weak muscle I get to build more. (laughs) Or a muscle that's grown some, but it's still being chiseled. Tips for you, focus on what you want, speak life over yourself, feed faith, and start fear. Number five, chase calling. Chasing your calling on earth will help you cut out noise in every way. Think of how you want to impact people. Consider platforms you could use to reach more people. Ask for supernatural wisdom. One of my favorite references is John 3, 8. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. The more you focus on your calling and determining what your calling is, that was like through... Um, one of my series or one of actually my free five-part series on how passion plus purpose equals profits can really, really help you with this. The more you become aware of the limited time you have on earth, I'm extremely tuned in to how I invest my time daily. Now I track my time in 15 minute to one hour increments. Every day I become more allergic to wasting time on things that don't align. Either it aligns to the way, the will, and the word, or it doesn't. This goes for love, mercy, and grace for people too, but sometimes that means loving from afar or choosing something else that aligns better. This means not apologizing for designing the masterpiece of your life and how you spend your time. Tips for you. Chase your calling, pray for guidance, audit for alignment, be aware of how you spend or invest your time. Six, speak to your people. You are you. You. That is your power. You are not for everyone, but you are for a people. Get clear on your before and after story. Know who you are speaking to and speak to them. The clearer you are in every way, the faster your people will find you. For example, over the last five plus years, I got clear on three types of people, more or less, that I am speaking to. So for example... Those that want to transform every each area of life as convenient as possible to create a life and business they love. So I'm adding some things so you can hear me typing. Typically, this has been women in corporate. Hello, that's who I used to be. Or couples that want things easier, you know, that are wanting to create what they love together. Or number two, influencer or social media guru or entrepreneur on um, Instagram, typically, struggling to monetize their message and build a brand. So keep in mind, you guys, I said in the past, I was side hustle queen and I struggled with fear. So it doesn't surprise me that that's also part of my people. Number three, media and wellness platforms and communities 
to help us reach more people and collaborate in lifestyle transformation and entrepreneurship. So ask yourself, who were you a few years ago? How could you help your old self? Where could you connect with your circles of influence? So I also shared like how I'm a CPA. So some of my circles of influence are there. You could see where some of my circles of influence and why are entrepreneurship because I was side hustle queen for years. So it makes sense. Tips for you. Think of your before and after. Consider what problems you solve. Identify one to three target tribes. Research platforms to connect. Create copy and communication that aligns. Number seven, freedom focus. So we've been building through this all throughout and you can see how freedom is layered into all of this. So, but as a whole, it may be the most important one, but sometimes depending on where you are in your journey, you may want to or need to address some of the other ones first. And through doing that, you uncover different layers of freedom anyway. So I constantly think about, am I expressing myself freely with faith? I challenge, you know, myself and I would encourage you to challenge yourself to imagine having mindset, time, location, and financial freedom. What would it look like? What would your ideal day, week, month, life look like? These are questions I started asking over three years ago. Now I'm walking in much more freedom and expression, time, location, and more. My current focus is financial from the inside out. I remind myself all the time of Galatians 5.1. And all the time, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. Stand firm then and do not allow yourself, do not allow myself to be bonded by a yoke of slavery again. Keep in mind that others will try and speak onto you their own fears and limitations. It is your choice to allow or stop that fear or block it or don't allow it in your heart and mind. That fear, that speech, that bondage in its tracks. And another thing that I'm speaking into my life is that I am going to take an entire, at least seven months and seven continents, 2021 through 2022, um, traveling. So that is something that is also, and taking what's called a Shemitah year, which is every seven years in alignment with the Old Testament. So be like freeing yourself to imagine and design a life that is absolutely incredible. Like, and I know I can't do this alone. A, I know I can't do this without God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. B, I know I can't do this without a community. Tips for you, design your life. Challenge your beliefs, your thoughts. Challenge your freedoms or what you, you know, where you're holding yourself back. Peel the layers, choose a focus, stay accountable. Walk in freedom. These are seven ways to freedom that are never ending. I celebrate progress and at the same time acknowledge that I have never arrived. I remind myself to stay content in the present. Encourage yourself to take on the area or ways that most spoke to you currently. Okay? So free yourself to do whatever's best for you and maybe revisit this again later. This could be a focus in one way three ways, or a step in each of the seven ways. You choose what's best because I don't know you. Or maybe I do, but like where you are currently, like listen to yourself. There's nothing like feeling transformation in your life. We thrive on progress in our lives no matter how small the step. Cheer yourself on like you would a six-month-old baby learning to walk. 
that is like the biggest thing that I hope you get out of this because you guys like, and I'm still walking through this. I am really, really, really hard on myself. And yes, I'm much nicer and much gentler now than I was say a year ago, seven years ago, 10 years ago, but it is still an exercise in compassion and grace. So what did you get from this and what action, what like, and what will you take action on in the next 90 days or less? If you want more on our beautiful soul series, the transform from the inside out episode, um, you can either go to the blog and or on the podcast. It is, let me see if I can find it for you real quick. Wow. I create so much content. It even surprises me. Lord, uh, la, la, la. hold on. I thought it was on the second page, but it wasn't. Oh, maybe it's on the first page. It's transformed from the inside out is the episode. Yeah, it's got to be there somewhere. Hold on. Because I'm. Huh. Hold on. Trans time to transform. It may be episode 135. Let me see real quick. I think so. I could be wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Anyway, I think it's 135 and or, come on, Wi-Fi. <sighs> Hashtag first world problems. Check episode 135. Um, Time to transform. Yes, it is, it is, it is. And there's other beautiful soul series too. So um, that is another one you can reference as well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for being patient. I did not expect this episode to be that long because yesterday when I did it as a sneak peek live, it was really short, but clearly I had a lot of things to share today. So um, with that being said, I hope that served you. If you love this, please um, post this episode as a screenshot on your social media and tag us at Katrina Julia Fit at Fit Life Creation. Um, and we'll reshare it and or do a post and tag us. We definitely love to recognize and thank you again so, so much. Thank you for tuning in with me on It's a Fit Life Creation Podcast. If you haven't already, head on over to our fitlifecreation.com website, follow us on all our social channels, and explore our freebies library. You'll find freebies on health, Freebies on wealth, freebies on biz, and all in one. Explore at our experiences, events, Influencers, we help the community and influencers get healthy, make money, and build brands to create a life and a business you love.